like to take this opportunity while I'm on record to coin a new term. I think I might have used it on you the other day. You know when somebody is like gaslighting you and it's like failing quite a bit and they just kind of start bombarding you with as much gaslighting as they possibly can yeah, yeah. in order to like sink it but in doing so like prove that they're total psychopaths and like it drops all facades that they have. Yeah. I say we call that going Hindenburg <laughs> because it's a runaway gaslight. Uh, does what's I hear you have some shit to talk to us about, like video games or something? Yeah, so uh, a couple weeks ago, the new Wii Sports came out, and I will always call it Wii Sports and not Nintendo Switch Sports. Unless someone's confused, I guess, then I'll clarify. You're um, not just going to call it... <laughs> Sports? Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so the new Nintendo Switch Sports came out, which is just like Wii Sports. Um, they added a couple games, soccer being the main one. But it made me think back to the old Wii Sports. Did you play the old Wii Sports? I had to have. I don't remember it at all. But I think if you're human, you probably played Wii Sports. I think that's very American-centric. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm this. It's hyperbole. Like, not everyone had a Wii, but I'm just saying, like, out of all the video game systems and all the demographics of video games, I think the Wii was by far the most ubiquitous. It's like your grandma probably played a Wii. Yes, they had an ingenious marketing (laughs) scheme where they tricked your grandma into thinking she was buying an exercise device. Yeah, there was like this exercise angle for the older crowd, I feel like. And I, I've absolutely seen them at retirement homes before. Yeah, and... they get donated there. Yeah. <laughs> Which my grandma does have a Wii, and she does like it. And she did for a while exercise, but I think she only really used the balancing board. Which she has a wooden one that she likes that she already had that I think she uses. Oh, okay. So she, you think she may have played Wii Fit as well? That was the one with the board. No, I know she played Wii Fit yeah. for sure. That was the good one, really, if you want to exercise. Like, I'm into Nintendo exercise games. I know it's lame as hell. I, I don't like think it. that's, that's like... lame, man. You ain't kind of like <laughs> exercising's good for you. I personally like the balance thing because it's a real easy thing I can do that just gives me a score. Yeah, that's what's great about it. So the new one, too, was Ring Fit. I don't know if you've seen that or played it, but it's just like a little exercise ring, and you like push it in and pull it out, and you do like different poses. Yeah. But I, the idea of an exercise video game, I think, is awesome. They obviously haven't been perfected yet. Anyways, I'm getting off topic. New Switch Sports came out, new Wii Sports, and it made me think back to the old Wii Sports, which up until recently, was the best-selling video game of all time. Which confused me. (laughs) Yeah, so the list has morphed a little bit. Um, Number one currently, you know, I forgot because I haven't looked at this list in like a week now. Um, But basically, like the mobile gaming scene kind of took over the list. So... Oh, that's cheating. That's what I thought too. Like, but it kind of gave credit to some games, right? Like Tetris was pretty low on the list, even though it's like one of the most well known and one of the best games of all time. It really like didn't sell outrageously well like some other modern games have. Um, but I think right now Tetris is like two or three on the list because they added mobile sales. So it's like, yeah, that's sick. Like Tetris deserves its spot. But then there's some other stuff like, you know, Candy Crush, which is like, hey, sales are sales, but I don't think that's really like the best selling game of all time. That's just like, yeah, 
And also, like, there's a lot of statistics that go into that. Like, how many times do you delete Candy Crush and right. re-download Candy Crush? Because <laughs> yeah. it's really just this thing that's made to, like, hit your impulse nerve in your brain. And you know it's bad for you. So you play it for, like, two hours. And then you delete it because it's a time suck. But then you're, like, bored and you need something. And you just get weak for a second and re-download it. Is that another sales? I think that does count. So that's um, like I'm not sure of everything. Yeah, that's like banking on addiction for numbers. Yeah, and I think that's that is kind of the way they're counting it. It's almost like a YouTube view system. Um, but it did make me think of Wii Sports and how crazy it was that for a long time Wii Sports was the best selling game of all time, and it's just because it came with the Wii. So it made me think of other famous pack-in products you know where you just buy something and it comes with something else that i mean i think that may be like an all-time top pack-in product um 82 million sold it's wild but that's 82 million given away (laughs) right yeah i mean it's if however you want to count it if we are to believe them that it is a free game with the console. That means that that game was not paid for by the price of that console. So if they're not lying to us for some nefarious reason, um, then they didn't sell that game at all. They just gave that shit away. (laughs) Yeah, I see what you're saying. Either that or they're overcharging for all the regular Wiis. Well, I guess there was no regular Wii. Yeah, so what (laughs) I'm saying is that this is an admittance of guilt to them lying to the public. Process is disconnected. Reestablishing feed. Yeah, so where were we at? Uh, Wii Sports... Nefarious. I know oh, the nefarious plot <laughs> of salespeople telling us that they're giving us something for free when really they're just putting the price of it in the thing we already bought. Yeah. Which does a double nefarious thing. What happens when they stop putting it in and keep charging the same price? Which I don't think they did. Didn't they just always keep a game with it? Well, I think the weed did always come with Wii Sports, but. Later on, they made, like, that red Wii that was, like, horizontal and had the thing that opened, like, an old-school Discman. Yeah. It's a clamshell. Yeah, clamshell. Yeah. Clamshell is used a lot in our world for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, a little more rectangular. I mean, it was rectangular, but, yeah, it just Uh, popped open. And there was the different colored Wiis, but I think they were the same model. So for a long time, I didn't know that there were so many different Wiis that were considered different, like, consoles. Because all I saw was, like, maybe every seven or eight months a commercial for yeah. a Nintendo product. And it would just have pictures of all of the Wiis in one spot. So I was just like, yeah, that's what the Wii is just 50 things now. <laughs> like, that's all it is. They just yeah. keep throwing more tech on it. I- I mean, that was part of the big failure of the Wii U is people were like, was this a new thing or is this like an add-on or what is this? I mean, that was a wild name to call it, the Wii U. doesn't make any sense. Because the Wii does? (laughs) Wii doesn't make any sense, but it's like, cool, you're a standalone thing that doesn't make sense. Do we we just (laughs) not know that it doesn't make sense? I'm not sure. Because like Wii could be a word. Yeah, maybe it's Japanese. Do you remember your response to right the Wario Wa- Mario thing, Waluigi? Yeah. And I already like, knew that too, so I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that, right. That totally makes <laughs> sense." Um, have you ever seen the Queen's Wii? Like of England? Yes. Is it a British flag? It's gold plated. I think there is a small uh, British flag on it somewhere. Maybe the Wii There almost has to be a British flag on it if they give it to the Queen. Yeah. Well, the Queen did sell it because it's gone up for auction a few times. It's actually currently up for auction. Did she sell it to like a children's organization? I'm sure she did. I don't yeah. think she was just like, I need 50 grand for cocaine money. I think that would be fucking great <laughs> if they found out like 10 years after the Queen, uh, may she never die. Yeah, she was just had a massive drug addiction and has been pawning shit. Like, 
from Buckingham Palace. Like, she's actually not allowed to walk around by herself anymore. That's what the guard is for. They're just like, she keeps stealing the fucking silverware. You're like, yeah, and that's why we don't talk. (laughs) She made it a whole thing. We agreed just so we could keep an eye on her. (laughs) We all had, we just sat her down. We told her we were concerned, and she just yelled in her face. And now anytime we try and talk to her, she just gets real fucking mad and fires us. So, I mean, if we want to stay close, we just have to keep quiet. Anyway, packing products. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Nintendo, while we're still on the Wii Sports thing, I think has a really interesting history of the packing product. Did you ever have an NES? I did, but I never had a new NES. Okay. So, whatever <laughs> you were about to say about it coming with Duck Hunt and or Mario or whatever, <laughs> yep. I did have those games, but they did not come with my console. Do I mean you were uh, you were a kid? I actually that was one of my first memories ever with you was playing Zelda at your house on your NES. I don't oh, know if really? you remember that. We're, yeah. I was borrowing Zelda then. Oh okay. Yeah. Huh. Either that or was it in high school? No, it was because yeah. it was when we were in Cub Scouts together. Then I was your dad probably, was at your house. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That was fuck. <laughs> um, so that was probably. Danny Bailey or Chris Grossanos? I, I if know. I remember right, Danny Bailey was there, but that part's fuzzy. Well, it could have been Chris's because uh, Zelda specifically was a very risky game to let somebody borrow because it only has three saves on it. Right. And <laughs> it is a game that just when you press delete, just deletes it. Yeah. So... I don't think Danny Bailey would have let me borrow his copy because I'm not going to say I would have, but it would have definitely <laughs> crossed my mind if he pissed me off to just be like, and Zelda's gone. Like that would, I probably wouldn't have done it, but I would have had to seriously talk myself out of it just to like not fuck with Danny. Cause we were, we were close like that where, we sort of hated each other, and now we're good friends. Closest frenemy? Yeah, and Chris would have just let me do it, because I think we both beat Zelda together in some of our let's eat as much candy as we can and stay up late shit. I could also be wrong about it being Zelda. I do remember it being some RPG with a top-down view. It, so. was, it could have been uh, Illusions of Gaia. They made that on NES? Yes, or SNES. Oh, okay. NES. This was a NES we were playing on, though. But again, my oh, so if it was NES be... Zelda, then it was the gold-plated Zelda, which I did own. Okay, yeah, yeah. that was it. Because it was the first I just hated one. It wasn't that Zelda. two. I didn't yeah. like playing that Zelda. Yeah, it's not. It's tough for me. The first Zelda I ever played was Link to the Past, so it was like a step back. I think it is a decent game, especially if I played that game in the 80s. I'd probably be blown away by it. But now it's a little hard to play. Zelda 2, not as bad as people say, but it was a pretty bad game. I mean, I love A Link to the Past. I not a fan of the regular Nintendo, like the first Zelda. Just because... But do you remember Zelda 2 on the NES? Yeah, wasn't that like the Crystal something? Um, I forget the name. Or is that like... Final Fantasy V or something. Oh, uh, well, there's... there's Crystal Chronicles Final Fantasy. Yeah, which but that was like I've never played, but as it apparently got terrible reviews yeah. existing. Um, but yeah, Zelda Two on the NES was like one that had that top-down view. Yeah, but then you would go into certain areas, and it became like a side-scroller type of view. Was that the one that had like the cartoon animation? Um, like was that in the game? Was no? Was that more attached to like? Do you remember the Bad American Comic Book? Yes. This so that came out right when like the animated show and the comic book. So came was out. the box art for Zelda two with that doofy Zelda or with could've that doofy been. Link? It could have. I'm been. sorry. Don't stab me. I didn't mean to call Link Zelda. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we gotta be careful, man. We're gonna put this in front of nerds. They got guns now. Yeah, you're right. I think it... 
Funny enough, I think that might be just the Japanese box art. I think that there's a good chance that I've only seen a Japanese box <laughs> yeah. of it because I've 100% never played that game because I think that that's a doofy looking Link, and I just assumed it was a uh, bootleg. Yeah, so the the Famicom version has that cartoon Link, the NES. Yeah, so the... I just thought that that game was a bootleg for the last 20 <laughs> something years. That's funny. Yeah. No, it's the uh, it's called The Adventure of Zelda. Or sorry, the Zelda 2: The Adventure of Link. That sounds like a bootleg. It does. Anyways, um So yeah, my point there asking you if you had an NES is that they all came with uh Duck Hunt and Mario Bros the combo cartridge. Yes. And we did get both of them. And we did purchase them at the same time, but they did not come with it because I we got ours at a pawn shop. Interesting. I My wonder dad's... if they packed it in, or if they were like, "Nah, that's an extra dollar." Well, what's really <laughs> funny is they do, so they do the, they do both of them. Yeah, they take it off, mark it as separately, and then put it back on it because they know that it's always sold like that, and they leave it up to you. To decide whether or not you're going to pay for the game. Yeah. So they make you have to take the game off after they've rung it up. Yeah. But I don't even think they do that anymore. They just sell them separately all the way. But yeah, my dad was way into pawn shopping for especially electronics. Yeah. Which was interesting. I learned a lot about pawn shops. They're actually still a great place to look for video games. Yeah, that's because there's... I've only been to two now that they had like a guy that was an electronics guy that specifically knew about video games. But other than that, they don't usually have somebody that's doing any research. Yeah. So if they get a box of games, it's a box of games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I found uh, Final Fantasy 13 Steelbook for like 50 cents one time. My best pawn shop find. Wait, I always remember my best video game finds. Which one's 13? It was the one that. Is that after I stopped playing? I'm think Is there a motorcycle? One... Do you transform into a motorcycle? I think that's 15. Okay, so I would have still been playing because that's the last one I played. Yeah, That was when we were living together. Nice. That came out and I was like, <laughs> oh, I got this real cheap. And then I played it for like 20 minutes. It was like, there's a reason this was cheap. This is fucking garbage. Why did they do this? Oh, was that the one with the lightning chick? Yeah. Okay, th- I think that's 13. Okay, so I yeah. hate that game. Yeah. I've actually never played it. Storyline? <laughs> game's fine. Uh, music score? Felt kind of flat. Okay. Interesting which, for Final Fantasy. Well, that's the thing, which it wasn't a bad music score. It just didn't seem like it was properly lined up with whatever was going on. Yeah. Which I think was due to the fact that they upped the graphics enough that they could get away with using cutscenes a lot more in stuff, but because it was in how the game was... The music was lined up with you running around, not with the cutscene you were walking into. Right. So if you had gone with like the allotted time and you're not me who walks <laughs> over questing. every square inch of everything and po- like pokes everything, the music would probably line up better. But instead, yeah. I'm like 15, 20 minutes into a 30 minute song. Dude, that was my biggest problem with cyberpunk. And I think a lot of people's problem was like. Everything was so disjointed, but yeah, wild that it happened for a Final Fantasy game. They're usually on point with that. Well, I also didn't like the the way they took away all of your control of the fighting, like the battle system. Yeah, I I don't. I'm not a fan of that style. Like that style belongs in like RTS. I don't. I don't want three dudes that all I can do is be like, I can press X or Y and wait for a timer. I want to <laughs> yeah. press X or Y, then up and down, then X or Y again. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. Anyway, pack in products. Pack in products. Um, so, yeah, uh, Super Mario Bros. The Duck Hunt combo. Let me back up a little bit. So Wii Sports, fourth best-selling game of all time. At one point, it was the best-selling game of all time. It's got it's been passed since then. They're not selling any more Wii's, so obviously, it's gonna its numbers are what they are. Uh, Super Mario Bros. and Duck Hunt both made the list 
because you could only buy duck hunt in that combo oh duck hunt is actually 25 uh, as far as best-selling games of all time and super mario bros is number six because you could buy it by itself as well (laughs) yeah (laughs) well that's one way to go up because i don't know anybody that would purchase duck hunt yeah i mean that's the thing like that game is sick. I think it's awesome. Yes. But- Especially for the time, like, what cool technology, right? But I wouldn't have really known to look for it and if I saw the, it. the premise of that game does not lend itself well to, like, your mom right. buying it. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I am going to sit here and shoot at these ducks yeah. until that dog pisses me off and I take aim at it. And not to mention, like, this is an era where technology was kind of just starting to ramp up and they're like is that gonna ruin my tv like what yeah i mean you're gonna shoot my tv i don't think anybody in my family was we were pretty tech savvy when it came to it didn't have the finest technology but had a thorough understanding of what we didn't have well that's something that my family would have I wasn't allowed to have video games that young, but that's something that my family would have been like. That's where you're gonna ruin all our stuff. That's where you didn't, <laughs> uh, you know, benefit from having several siblings. That like my older sister's seven years older than me, so it didn't matter what they wanted to give me as a child. They already <laughs> had it hanging out and around. Yeah, because yeah, that's how, that's how swear words worked. <laughs> they were like, we don't want to teach you swear words, but you already have an older sister that learned swear words, so it just skipped like real fast. Cats out of the bag. That's Cats not what the cunt. Yeah, <laughs> it's cunts out of the pussy, sir. <laughs> yeah, I started later. Sorry. Wait, pussies out of the cunt. Hmm. This is a conundrum. <laughs> a cunt undrum. There you go. <laughs> uh, so Nintendo, like I said briefly kind of has a history of this um super nintendo do you know their pack-in product for the super nintendo was it mario all-stars super mario world okay oh all-stars had world yeah got vice versa well so later on there was a combo cart that was a combination of all-stars and world so you're Partially yeah, right there, yeah. Because wasn't All-Stars the... It was everything up to that point. So it was okay. like one, two, three, yeah. lost levels. Because World is one of the best games ever made. Yeah. Like, hands down. I, I don't, agree. I don't know anybody who doesn't think that. One of the first that games to introduce videos. the world map as a stage select. It's a big concept. I didn't even know that, but yeah. that's awesome. Mario 3 did it, too. Well, but I'm those also games wondering were... if, like, Ogre Battle counts. Yeah, like it's said, like one of. Yeah, it's not like because it's like, but it's also that's still kind of up in the air. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a bird's eye view sort of menu is the game. <laughs> right, I think that's the distinction. Yeah, is like you're a, going from one separate, place to another. Yeah. There was uh, not Ark the Lad. What was it called? Mm, that's gonna annoy me. But it's so you're an angel like cherub thing that floats around a map above and there are other kind of chibi-esque looking demons and stuff that come out of spawn points and you can shoot arrows and stuff and them and that's your world map but then like you go to where the monsters are coming from and you select over it and you go into like the actual side scroller okay it's a you would actually love this game because it's it's got like an element of world building that's real weird that they've almost got uh like Sim City but with towns that worship you as a god. Oh, crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the damn name of it. It's a PS1 game or what? Super Nintendo. Oh, Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo is actually where most of my early video game knowledge comes from because Super Nintendo in my opinion had the best controls okay and that's that is how i end up choosing what games i like i mean the super nintendo did kind of define the modern controller a little bit like that four button diamond layout and the shoulder buttons yes but they also assigned the right buttons oh you're saying like x y a b yeah (laughs) 
because yeah, Nintendo does a good job. I don't know what the fuck is up with anybody who wants to use what is the circle button as select. You're a fucking mutant. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird thing that, and that was like a Japan versus North America thing too for Sony, where like any Japanese game circle was select. But any American game, it was X. I super, super, super hope that that is like just a cultural thing that happens to be true versus <laughs> an actual decision where they're like, we're just going to do this to be different because furthering the differences of mankind is exactly what we all need. I feel like it's the latter, unfortunately, but who knows? But what's the benefit? I know. It's just some marketing person convinced them that, like, no, this differentiates us. <laughs> Do you remember when triangle was the back button, too? Triangle is the back button sometimes. And I'm usually okay with triangle being the back button. What I don't like is Fallout, where triangle is jump. Because that is another fucking freak goddamn move. Yeah. Who does that shit? <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't like not being able to map a controller in 2022. That's I know, garbage. that's wild. And well, that's, that's something that Nintendo... People give Nintendo a hard time because you can't do that on the Switch. I'll take that back a little bit. There are certain games that it's part of the game that yep. you can't map the controller. Like uh, Mario uh, Party. Right. That would be ridiculous to be able to map that. <laughs> yeah, because be. you could just map it to you winning. Yeah, but yeah, if you're playing fall, like you should let me use the start button to fire a gun if I want. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Game Boy, are you aware of a Game Boy packing product? Did you have a Game I Boy? I mean, I know of the. So I was not able to get a Game Boy until I could purchase a Game Boy using my savings of five dollars a week in allowance getting matched with like i think it was half and half and that was like my birthday present so i got like a 50 dollar game boy slit or no it was like the first game boy with the it backlit oh the i think they called that the game boy light was that the Game Boy Light? Because there was yeah. like, and then they had the Slim, which was like, why didn't I just the wait? Pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Because so the pocket one, I was annoyed because I got the one that was just a normal one that was backlit, and I could have <laughs> waited like three months and gotten the full <laughs> one. But I got Pokemon Red Sick. as a pack in. Yeah. And that was the same year that I went to PV Mall's Pokemon tournament nice. and found out that I was not as into Pokemon. <laughs> as so many fucking people and i thought i was pretty into pokemon like i knew all of their names and shit yeah but the first person i got in line behind was like going over the rules like reciting the rules for the competition to the guy next to him who was me <laughs> that the only rule i knew was like don't cheat yeah which is pretty die. straightforward and he was like no man if your batteries die you lose so he had built a battery extension, and this is before they is this had a kid or like this an older kid. Guy? He was like a year older than me, Max. Okay. He might have just been taller than me, <laughs> but he had a bunch of uh, C batteries that he had built a battery cell out of and hooked up to a fucking RCA that was hooked into his fucking thing. And he was like, "That's not. I'm not going to get disqualified because of that." And I was like, "That's. I'm not sure that they're going to let you use that because <laughs> that looks dangerous." Yeah, and, and like if they're so strict over the batteries. Well, so think? what ended up happening <laughs> was they fucking tried to take it away from him. Yeah, and he threw a fit and got kicked out. No, he <laughs> threw a fit and said that the only reason why he had it was because of the rule about his batteries dying. Right. And then they pointed out the part where you're not allowed to have any modified equipment. And he was like, I thought they meant the game. And they were like, yeah, you can play, but whatever you do is not official. Oh, so, man. well, that means he took two people out of the competition. Or I guess they would have just made him a free win. So, yeah. But whoever he beat got tossed out of the competition for basically no reason. <laughs> I think he ended up in like fifth or sixth. I washed out super early because I didn't realize... Uh, some people had gone to a different 
uh, cities because they went like city by city. Yeah. And won the Mew already because that was the promotional one. Everybody that went got a Mew. Yeah. But if you had a Mew and you got it there, it was only level one. Right, and so you, had to you couldn't use it. any of the Pokemon that you like level jumped because you had to push them through the trading machine, and it could block that. Okay. Yeah, it was real. It was surprisingly well put together. Interesting. But a lot of kids had come from like San Diego and shit yeah. that were trying to get well known for Pokemon battling, and already had like level twenty three Mews and whatever from legitimate battling across country. Yeah. And they just wiped me out. I was like, cool, man. I have like a strategy and shit, but it wasn't a strategy for a Pokemon that no one has. <laughs> that was a wild thing about that era of video games, too, like the beginning of home consoles, because like you'd get really good and then you'd like, you know, you'd beat your siblings or your friends or whatever. And then it's like you beat everyone on your block and you're like, I'm the shit at this game. And then you would like go to the arcade or like go on vacation to another town. And you're like, oh, I suck. <laughs> like, someone else would just wreck you. <laughs> yeah, I never had that problem. No? No, but I only play games that I'm good at. So it's real skewed data on that one. Because, yeah. like, I was surprised to find out that I was, like, better than average at Soul Calibur. And the only way I found that out was because I was at a Best Buy back when they used to have, like you could just stand there for forever it was just the console hooked up there was no software to be like oh you've been playing for 20 minutes yeah so they had soul caliber 2 out and i beat i think it was like 23 people in a row i just was standing there like whoever wants to and finally all of the guys that were working there who like played every day and had like serious build-up just came over like beat the shit out of all of them <laughs> they're like all right man you're like really good at this why are you sitting here like playing this here like just buy the fucking game already because yeah. i was there for like four and a half hours nice but yeah because i'm not usually good at fighting games so i don't play them but i just happen to like that one so it turns out i'm excellent at it yeah dude i remember we used to play a ton of soul Calibur. that would have been it was my junior year of college. Do you I, remember that? At that I, place, yes. that house with the fence around it. And the we house place. with the fence around it. Well, it was like a big yeah. fence, yeah. And uh, we talked about this the other day, but that was that experience. Like, you know when you meet someone or like, I guess specifically a girl too, and they're like, I'm really good at this game. And you're like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so you that mean when you're me. like, casually sexist about something i'm given the stereotypical yes. opinion um so it wasn't just because she was a girl too but it was like i didn't think she really played video games so she was like oh i'm super good at soul caliber and i was like okay and she's like no i'm like really good i'm gonna whoop your ass and i was like yeah yeah we'll see yeah, yeah. but you're real good did and she beat played... you with valdo um I think her character was that chick with the sword whip. Ivy. Ivy, yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Charlotte Andaloro. Just Dude, whooped me at Soul Calibur. Usually when people are surprisingly good at Soul Calibur, you're like, no, you're, you're, whatever. <laughs> you're just, I'm going to walk all over you. And then the second they select Valdo, you're like, fuck me, man. <laughs> oh, you're that's, You player. can't even fucking use that guy. That's not a guy that's meant to be used. They yeah. don't. Oh, oh, that's right. You know everything. Oh, cool. I'm just going to stand over here and die. <laughs> so to get back to the point, I'm not sure if I finished it. Um, the Game Boy pack-in. The first one, and so there were like multiple versions of the Game Boy pack-in. Um, was one, one the, Metroid? I think it was. Metroid 2, actually. Yeah. Yeah, because that yeah. one exclusively came out on the Game Boy. Yeah. Uh, and then Super Metroid came out after that. Which also, that's back to the, I like Super Metroid. I don't really like the other Metroid games. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that one. Um, so the the biggest one, though, with the Game Boy, the first one, and I guess one of the most popular models came with Tetris. Tetris was already huge at that time, but the ability to now have portable Tetris just made that game like shoot through the stratosphere in terms of popularity. 
Um, so that's a well-known one. Nintendo 64 is the next era. That's what ruins uh, Mario for me. So, interestingly, the Nintendo 64 did not come with a pack-in. Then how did I get Mario with it? <laughs> Someone must have bought it or given it to you or you stole it. I don't know. <laughs> no. Because is that when they started calling it a bundle? Where yeah. it came in a different box? Because I know that it came in a sales deal from my mother's work. I do. I think I remember a Toys R Us one. Uh, a bundle. And I, Costco has always done those kinds of things. I think that's when they just changed it to bundle and it became the store selling it that way and not the company selling it that way. Right. I, I think so. And like later on down the line, um, I know Nintendo and Toys R Us did have like exclusive deals together. Yeah. Because there's a gold, any, or a gold N64, which was a, you could only buy it at Toys R Us. Yeah, that was the Zelda one. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it was the Mask of Jorah or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Which I've, mask. Yeah, I've never really played other than to see the terrifying moon. Yeah. Um. So, 64 didn't have a pack-in. Next is GameCube. Also didn't have a pack-in. Uh, and then we got to Wii, which had Wii Sports. So, I just it's just kind of interesting that they, like, took off two generations. And... The N64 also was a failure by Nintendo standards. Yeah, um, that was a failure by human standards. Yeah. That was a poorly executed, okay idea. Yeah. I, it had its huge successes, um, and it ushered in the era of 3D gaming, but yeah, it was largely a failure. Um, I kind of think that's why... I think that around this time... They were like, we got to change shit. We got to come up with new ideas. Obviously, they went on to GameCube next. But I think around this era is probably where the idea for Wii Sports came up. Because they're generally developing when the Well, that's where Mario Party came from, wasn't it? That was 64. Yeah. Because that's it. The stigmata. Yep. So there wasn't one for GameCube. But then, obviously, there's Wii Sports. Um, This goes... So Nintendo really wasn't doing great in that era. Like they killed it in the 80s and early 90s. The 64 and the GameCube kind of put them in the hole a little bit. I mean, they were still profitable, but they weren't doing so great. Yeah, they made a whole console that was made for not human hands. <laughs> yeah. And then the Wii was like an insane success. Um, I do think it in large part had to do with Wii Sports. Yeah, that's entirely a marketing yeah like that's 100 percent. i bet you there was a marketing guy that was sitting like on his ass one day and looked up and saw it and went fuck i thought of that like three four years ago but i couldn't talk anybody into like standing and playing video games yeah um so their next console the wii u again came with a pack-in which was not to my knowledge and apparently lots of other people's knowledge a different console at all. <laughs> yeah it's right there you can actually see it it's the black one those look like all versions of the same thing yeah that looks like a dvd player it does yeah like i probably if i was stealing stuff wouldn't steal that because no one needs a dvd player anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, and the the uh, handset part of it that kind of looks like the current Switch was like, people always make the comment online, they're like, this looks like a Fisher-Price toy. It was kind of cheap. Like, it was constructed well, but it was just like kind of weird cheap plastic. It's it's because of the colors of the plastic. Yeah, I, I, I want you to hold this thing. I, this is going to be weird. For the listeners at home, he is quickly rushing behind his television where he knows exactly where there is just a random plugged-in video game console. Um, See, doesn't it feel a little bit cheap? It like, feels light. It feels like a child's toy. We are inherently trained to think is cheap. Right. This It does feel like I would fucking break it, though. Yeah. Yeah, and it was weird, too, because you can't buy that part by itself. Like, it was a one-to-one thing, and, like, I think they were even, like, hardware-coded together or something. I was going to say, it's ported to it. 
Yeah, so like people did obviously find out how to hack them and whatever, but um, so anyways, the Wii U, did, it again came with a pack-in, right? So Nintendo did two generations of pack-in, then they left it out for two generations, and then they put it back in. Um, in the Wii U, it was a game called Nintendo Land. I don't know if you've ever played it. I've never played it, but I slightly remember the overly excited family standing, I think, next to a giant pipe is what's in my head. Okay. I only vaguely remember it. I do remember liking it a lot. It's like you were in a theme park kind of thing, and you could, like, you actually used that uh, Wii U gamepad as almost like a filter. So you would like oh, point it at stuff. your TV. So it's almost it's like augment, augmented reality, but only between you and your TV. Yeah, I like that idea. That's yeah. clever. You can do cool stuff. I bet you that'd make great porn. <laughs> you can have a peeping tom game. Yeah, Nintendo was in this era like kind of innovative and really interested. You could tell in 3D and AR. They had the 3DS, which was like that. You didn't need to put on glasses yeah. and you had that 3D effect. Yeah, that was... I felt that was a ploy to charge a lot more money for a console. <laughs> it was still relatively cheap, though. And they had the um, those AR cards, which I think was my very first introduction to AR. And there was a camera on the 3DS, which could take 3D pictures, which was wild for the time. Yeah. Um, and you could take pictures of these cards, and they would have like AR characters appear and like do yeah. Now they things. have bottles of wine that do that with your cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so wild tangent, but I do want to say Nintendo has a history of the pack-in product, and I think it's led to this their success. I think in a way it may have saved the video game industry because the NES kind of did. And I don't think the NES would be as popular as it was without that Duck Hunt Mario combo. They did not release a pack-in product for the Switch. and they... that mean the Switch is going to fail? <laughs> so I kind of think there's like a, a little bit of a pattern here. <laughs> like they... The Wii, I think, is as, as successful as it was because of the pack-in product. I think they noticed that when shit started to fail. I think them not including it on this generation is almost like confidence. Like, they're being bold, you know? Like, maybe a little too arrogant. I think the next generation of Nintendo is not going to do so great because the Switch did so good. Gotcha. I kind of think my it might opinion. be going the other way with stuff okay. where... Maybe the reason why they don't do pack-in products with fucking garbage things that are made for alien hands is because they know that it's bullshit and they're spending as little money on actual new production for it and using it more as a full like beta test that they're making money on. Okay. So their actual like prize in the whole thing is the data they're getting off the system and fuck y'all on getting a game with it. <laughs> And that that means that the next Wii, or I guess the next Nintendo console product, is going to be if it if it comes with the game is going to be baller as fuck. And if it doesn't, it's just like another step. And they actually have a really good R and D department that's like excellent at giving them forecasts and how long new technology is going to take. Yeah. So they're just kind of like, all right, well, we need something to compete. But we don't need it to be great, so just fucking throw it out there without a game. So maybe that's just an indicator for what actually has like the hardcore technology in it now is the ones they bother to be like, all right, we need this release to go fucking perfect. <laughs> this is our cool shit. Because they do like doing cool stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. that's one of the only things that keeps me liking Nintendo. That's that way for everyone. They have, yeah, <laughs> they have like this amazing pride in their product, even when they do something completely insane with it. Like, yeah. I would not be surprised if at one point in time, Nintendo produced a product that was like, all right, plug these two electrodes into a watermelon. And like, <laughs> you guys are going to eat one half of this watermelon each. And whoever like finishes the watermelon last gets electrocuted through the fucking mouth. Yeah. And the only way to start the game is by slapping each other in the face. 
and like everyone would be like, that's obviously insane and dangerous. What are you doing? And they just be like, it's, I think it's incredibly important to try new things and push boundaries with everything. And you'd be like, but, but that kid died. Like you electrocuted their face. Yeah. And then you'd be like, well, okay, what do you call it, Nintendo? And they'd be like, Bango. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, well, now we're on board. It translates directly <laughs> to amazing watermelon challenge. Um, some other very famous video game pack-ins. And I'm going to move on to a couple other. Um, can you think of any other ones? Oh, the entirety of PlayStation all the way through? Did they have pack-in games? They had demo discs, right? No, they had full games. So PlayStation 1 had demos. Uh-huh. PlayStation 2 is what started Jack and Dexter. Right, right. So I guess what I'm referring to is like the OG original launch, which like the NES, there was never a version of NES. That well, that's what I'm saying it. is I think that they just switched that to calling everything bundles because the oh, box okay. that I got for my PlayStation 2 had Jack and Dexter on it and came oh, with Jack and Dexter. Okay. And then when you got the PlayStation Slim, it had Jack and Dexter too. Like they were inside the box. They weren't a separate thing, but they did call it a bundle pack. Right. So right. it was all packaged together and all together. But I don't know if that was a deal like that was put together after market. Yeah. But that's because I never I've never purchased a video game console new without it coming with a game. Huh. Yeah. It's like almost all of my consoles have not come with a game. Um, I've only, I've only bought a few like brand brand new, so like I know the the OG PS2 didn't, but like you're saying, I'm pretty sure everything after the OG PS2 did come with something. Yeah, because I know my PS4 came with uh, it was the Drake edition. Yeah, so it came with Uncharted. It came with all of the Uncharted. Yeah, and it came with them uh, pre-downloaded into it, which annoyed the crap out of me because I was like, I could sell the discs, <laughs> right? Well, that's like my PS4 is like the Destiny PS4. It came with it. Um, it. So I was asking you a, a question about other ones that came with it. You kind of brought up an interesting point though, because the PS5 does have a pack-in game. It's a digital one, but it's called Astro's. Astro's Playroom. Is it just a showcase of the new technology? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it's a little platformer game, you know, maybe five to ten hours to just play through it. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty much just a showcase. They The same IP or whatever you want to call it, Astro, um, that's the game that they used to show off the PSVR headset too. Yeah. So he's almost become like kind of one of the mascots. Um. I hope they bring it back, you know, even if it is a digital pack-in, because I feel like now it's, they got the bundles, like you're saying, but, I mean, those old school days of just, like... Well, I kind of think the bundles at some point in time were also, like, because that's how Naughty Dog kind of got its break. With Crash Bandicoot? Or what? Yeah, like, that's, so they were giving, like, these companies ended up getting contracts, I feel, with them as like all right we're gonna be your promotional video game right and that's what gave them that tech because like the way jack jack and dexter aged up i, I don't know if you played it all the way through i did i i don't remember it great but so yeah, i remember it growing too well it also grows in like maturity level right because it starts as pretty much as childish of a jump around 3d platformer as you can get mm-hmm. and then the second one it's like all right you're a teenager now and we're gonna introduce you to like time travel and different um like just basically higher sci-fi and you're like moving out of fantasy and then by number three it's literally the grand theft auto model like all the way through you could steal a fucking car yeah but i feel like originally they were like all right this one this one game does all of the new stuff that our system can do but right. also, this is the cheapest company we could get to produce a game that does that. I was asking you about other pack-in. The reason why is because Pong was a pack-in product. And it actually came out so before Commodore? the arcade version came out. Was it on the Commodore? Or the was Colico it on? Vision. 
ColecoVision. Coleco, yeah, sorry. ColecoVision. Coleco. That's that's how <laughs> I pronounce stuff, man. <laughs> um, I think I I knew it was a pack-in product, I guess, but once again, I didn't think any of these were called pack-in products or was a special thing. I just thought that's how they sold video games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that I think the video game industry is by far the sector that this is used the most in. I Software brought, I brought up the other one. Guns. <laughs> yeah, guns. Usually when you buy a gun, they're like, you can get some ammo, man. Like, it's on us. Yeah. They're a not... literal pack it in. <laughs> um, another huge pack in product, and we'll end it on this one. Um, the cereal box toy. Chex Quest was... Perhaps the greatest cereal box prize of all time. It was. I told you what happened with me and my kid. And I, this sounds like it's dirty the way I started <laughs> it, but it's not. It's going to sound dirtier. But we had that game and he was like a little goody two shoes kid. And there was a part on the menu that said for adults only. And I always <laughs> wanted to press the for adults only button like every day. Because I think yeah. I ended up hanging out with him for like 20 minutes before school every day. So we had just enough time for one of us to play around on it. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to press it. And he would always be like, no, my parents will know. Because he thought that like technology was surpassed what it is now. Yeah. And he was just like, they'll know. Like they have fucking key checkers and whatever. And I was just like, they totally don't. For years and years <laughs> and years, I wanted to press that button. And then when I finally got to press that button, it was the menu button. It was for adults because adults are the people who are supposed to set up the menu for their child in the game. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. And kind of messed up that they would put it that way. Well, I mean, I think it's hilarious and I kind of hope it was a joke because that's a harmless joke. Yeah. If some kid's like, this is for grownups only and they find out that it's paperwork, <laughs> like, that'd be... That is the equivalency of going into the video store and like sneaking into the 18 plus side, and it's <laughs> just like an army recruiter. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is how you do your taxes. So, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> just a line of people. It, it actually leads to the DMV. <laughs> That'd be great. Yep. So, uh, that's it for those are all the packets I've got. Pack that's... them in. That's been an interesting look at our force-fed capital diet. <laughs> yeah, ram it down our throats. I mean, that's the only way to take it. Anyway, uh, I that's that's all. I got nothing. I don't. I'm uncomfortable with goodbyes, and nobody likes an ending, no matter what they say. So, have fun screaming into the void. Farewell. If you are ever in Mother Gooseland, do not try and talk with Humpty Dumpty. For the last two months,